0: All right. Hello, hello, everybody. We are here today to have a really fun discussion on a topic that is so exciting. Hi, Megan. Um, But first of all, I am Sydney Bass-Lester. I am a personal stylist and the creator of The Founders Club, the only monthly business coaching program specifically for personal stylists. And I am really, really excited to be here and talking and chit-chatting with you guys and sharing some resources and lessons that I have learned along the way. So today's hot topic is going to talk about why a la carte services are killing your personal styling business. So this is something that you maybe have thought about before, um, maybe not have thought about at all, and if it is an issue for you, maybe you've just never thought about how you can fix it. So. Have you ever noticed that if you're working with clients, you may work with a client on cleaning out their closet and then they opt that they want to decide to learn how to do the shopping on their own and create outfits. So they do a service with you and then they opt to not do the second service with you um, due to price or the way you have it structured. Or maybe you decide to go shopping with a client who hires you to go shopping, but then you realize that they actually have really awesome things in their closet, but they just don't know how to utilize the things in their closet. So your shopping trip was kind of a moot point because they already had stuff. But maybe you've also noticed that the caliber of clients you're working with is not the level that you want it to be. This is actually something that came up in the Founders Club recently and kind of prompted this whole discussion. You may also see that with your a la carte services, you're not really getting the repeat business that you really want and that you need in a business, especially when you own it yourself. You can't continually be soliciting new clients, although you need to be doing that. You want to have some basis of return clients, repeat clients, or higher paying clients. So Chances are, if you are using the a la carte service model in your business, it may not be working so hot for you. And we're going to talk a little bit about why. So as you're watching this, um, there's probably going to be an audio recording. um, And this may be on YouTube as well. But I'm also doing this on Instagram live. If you have questions, put them in the chat box and I will answer them um, as we go or at the very end. So A la carte services are the traditional way that styling schools teach stylists how to create a service. And basically what that means, it's a one-off service. So that was how I was taught. That is what I did in my business until basically I learned better (laughs) how to do it. So basically what it looks like is stylists will just have a ton literally ton of services on their website. I have seen anywhere from four to six to sometimes 15 different services on a personal stylist website. And it is literally just crazy, right? And the client can choose to start in a service with a, with that stylist wherever they want or whatever package um, or whatever grouping of things. Strikes that person's fancy, so it could be something like they could get their closet cleaned out, or they could have the person go shopping for them, or they could have someone make outfits, or you know, do event styling, or photo styling, or brand styling, or blah 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 blah, like bridal styling. I've seen that before too. Um, so there's like a whole range, and there's like all of these options are listed, and it's all very a la carte, one off, right? And so even the word one off is an indication that this is not a sustainable service and it's not the type of client that you're going to build that long-term relationship with in order to really sustain a business. So this was what was taught to me. This was how I operated my business for quite a few years until honestly, I learned that there was a better way and shout out to my coach who really helped work me through the process because I did have a lot of fears around changing it up, right? Because that wasn't the way I was taught and I didn't know I could do it differently in my business, which that in and of itself was so freeing to know that, Hey, it was my business. I could create a process and services that worked for me and my clients In a way that made sense to me and it didn't have to be a carbon copy of what somebody else created right because that is also very much a thing just because it works for somebody. In that way doesn't mean you replicating it is also going to work for you. So this process will help you think through that. So What was happening in my business was that my clients were, you know, they would pop in, they would come do a service, and then they would never come back, right? Or they would opt in and do a service, and then they would decide, okay, I'm going to do the next step on my own to save money. And then what happened with that was that they never really got the full transformation of what it means to work with a personal stylist, right? I kind of left them hanging, Because my services were a la carte and one off. I never completed that loop with them. And so because that was how it was set up, they really didn't get the full benefit of what they actually needed. So I was preventing them from truly going through a full styling overhaul. And I was doing them a disservice by structuring my services in that a la carte way. So here are a few reasons why I hate a la carte services and don't think you should apply this in your business. So one, they can overwhelm the customer with too many options. So we already touched on this a little bit, right? When there are 15 options, people will just go into decision fatigue or decision overload and they really won't make any sort of option or they're gonna ask you a ton of questions. Well, I see there's 10 options. What is the best one for me? And then you have to do a lot of work to kind of suss out that client and apply the best thing. Whereas if you have kind of one streamlined process, everybody's gonna go through one thing and it's very clear to the client what step one, step two, step three are. So the second reason I hate, sorry, there's a hair in my mouth. (laughs) The second reason I hate all la carte services is because it puts the client, not you, in charge of the styling process. So there's a reason why people come to you as a personal stylist to style them because you have the expertise, the experience, the passion, the skills, the know-how that either you're going through a training, maybe you're in the Founders Club, or you have been doing this in retail settings, or you have been styling whether part time or full time for a few years, you have knowledge and skills that they don't. But when you give the client the power to say, "Okay, I don't want to like do step A in your process. I just want to go to step three there's just like a whole disconnect there, right? Like they are not getting that, again, that full benefit of working with you and your expertise. They're not trusting you as a stylist to lead them through that process. They are co-opting it. And those are not the type of clients you want to work with. Okay. I'm going to tell you when I get through these points, a story about an unhappy client in my business who I let subvert my process. And I'm going to tell you how that went, but let me give you a hint. It was not Good. Um, So, reason number three why I hate a la carte services. They leave the client and you frustrated with a job that's only part done, right? So, I've talked about this a little bit, but if you go in and clean somebody's closet out, or let's say you go and make outfits for them, or you do something, and then they say, hey, okay, I don't want to do this next step. I'm going to do it on my own. You're leaving them hanging. They're going to be frustrated because they don't really know what they're doing, right? They don't know how to shop. They're just going to repeat those cycles that got them to you in the first place. And then you're going to be frustrated because you're going to feel like that client had a bad experience or like a partial service. And so everybody is just dissatisfied. And that's what a la carte services create. Number four, they don't set you up for repeat business. So the very nature of the word one off means someone is coming to you one time and that's it. And that's basically what a la carte services are. So we have it in our heads that a la carte services are this like menu of options and that everybody can like pick and choose and like it can be custom and it's really awesome. But no, what it actually does is it just brings you the clients who want like these one-off services. So Amanda is saying this um, in the comments and she's actually a member of the Founders Club. So hey, Amanda. Um, but she says she resisted moving to the process I'm going to talk about, getting rid of a la carte services for a long time and didn't get it into her second year in business. And now she sees the need to change it 100%. And this is why I am bringing this to you guys, because it is honestly a pretty detrimental way to do your business. And it's also going to impact your bottom line when you can make the switch. So number four reasons why I hate a la carte services, it's not setting you up for repeat business. And number five, similarly to what I was just talking about, they're not allowing you to attract the caliber of client that you want to be working with because you're getting someone who is coming in for like a one-off quick fix versus someone who is really ready to intentionally look at their wardrobe and their shopping patterns and change that from a holistic viewpoint. So I am very much of the opinion that as a personal stylist, We are working holistically with clients to help them change their relationship to their wardrobes, to their bodies, to their clothes, to their shopping habits. And if you go in and just like start a shopping trip with them, that's not addressing some of the underlying issues that you need to do, right? If you're a personal shopper, then that's Probably that's a different ballgame and maybe that's going to be your method. But I also like to identify it in a way with my clients as saying you would never go into the grocery store and just like randomly pick some apples and some chicken and um, like a parsnip and some Brussels sprouts and then go home and try to make a meal out of that, right? Because you have not looked in your fridge, cleaned out the stuff that needs to be cleaned out made a meal plan, and then made a shopping list, and then you go to the store. It's the exact same thing when you're working with clients and they're going through their wardrobes. They need to detox their closet. You need, they need to have some sort of plan that fits their lifestyle and their budget and what their style goals are. They need to have a list. Then you go shopping. Then you come home, and then you create outfits. So it's a very holistic, seamless process that when you allow them to pick and choose, you're just recreating those cycles. Like I said, they're getting a wardrobe that does not work for them at all. So let me tell you about this story of my client, unhappy client, um, that diverted my process. And this was actually very much my fault as the stylist for not sticking with my process. So I had been working in my signature style process for a long time. It was the only service I offered. If you wanted to work with me, You did a six month process service and this client reached out. I told her what the process was and she said, well, I don't need my closet to be cleaned out. Um, I just need you to come help me make outfits. I've already cleaned my closet out. So it's unnecessary for you to do this stuff with me. At that point in time, I was hurting for money. I was like, okay, I just really want the money from working with this client. So I said, okay, that's fine. We will just skip the closet cleanse because you're telling me you've already done it and we will come to your house and make outfits. Great. She filled out my questionnaire, we set up the session, we went to her house, we made some really awesome outfits, but can you guess what actually happened in that session? We made maybe like 10 outfits and I usually try to make 15 to 25 in a two hour session because what happened was we needed to clean her closet out. So as we were going making outfits, she would pull out things and was like, oh, I don't know if I should get rid of this or I thought about getting rid of this and I don't know what to do with it. And so I was having to do kind of a mini cram of two services into one, which was very frustrating for me as a stylist. And then on the flip side, at the end of that service, it was frustrating to the client because she didn't get as many outfits, which was the point of the service. So That is my lesson to you of knowing that the clients don't know what they need. So, Brie, yes, that was very frustrating. And it was because I decided that I would rather have this money and work with a client who was running the process, running my business, instead of going with my gut and knowing, no, this is my process. Um, This is what it is. If you want to work with me, this is how we do it. And every time I have ever diverted a process because I thought, oh, I just wanna like have the money come in or whatever, it has not been a good or fun client to work with and the results have not been great. So the clients don't know what they need. You know what they need. A client can tell you they know how to create outfits in their closet. As a stylist, you are gonna know more outfits. They can tell you, <laughs> Amanda says, oh my gosh, my clients in my business up until recently, no more. 100%, your clients should not be running your business. You are the damn business owner, you run the damn business, okay? So they don't know what they need, honest to God, I swear to you, clients don't know what they need, you know what they need, so they fall under your process, Your process and the way you work and the way you have set things up works for a reason, most likely because you've done it, you've had experience, you've like fleshed it out. I mean, even if you're not quite there yet, you can still go through my process, which I'm going to tell you in a minute, to think through in your own head what would a good process look like? And create that. And you're creating it from your passion and talents and skills as a stylist. And finally, you need to be large and in charge when it comes to creating your processes. And then you need to stick with it. You're the stylist, you know what needs to happen, and you don't need to let the clients tell you what's going to happen. So that is, fortunately, I have not had that Fortunately, I have not had a lot of negative client experiences, but every time I have had one, it has been a great learning process for me. And while I don't wish that on you, um, and I hope you can learn from my experiences and not have to go through that. Um, Carrie says, serendipitous, going with your gut. That was our TR Tuesday topic last night. You were so right about not letting them run your process. 100%. and it's really easy to do especially as a business owner because you want to have money come in and you want to be busy and you want to be booked but it's not it's just not going to be the right process to do um so Bree says how do you start to communicate the value of this process when i've compromised and done that mini clean out when it was supposed to be a styling session they have no idea how valuable that was. Yeah. So, um, let me run through this process and then I will come back and start, but that is going to be where you are going to start thinking through your, um, like what is the value? And this is the, the magic of only having a signature service, right? Or only having this package that you're offering because then it's the only option, right? Like, They're not going to divert it. They're not going to get around it because you just simply don't offer anything else other than a signature package. So, when I was offering my signature service offering, um, it was the only thing I had. So, they could either work with me for the six months, they could go through all of these steps that I had created, or they could not, and it wasn't a good fit. And sometimes they weren't a good fit because of the money um, that it costs. Because, again, if you're not doing a la carte services, like, right, so a la carte services is maybe $200 to $400. Obviously, a package or a process is probably going to be minimally much more than that. Like, I was doing mine at about $1,200, and now it's about, like, $2,100. And that may weed people out as well. And then you do have options within there of how you're going to structure payment plans, which we do cover in the Founders Club. So if, for those of you that are members of the Founders Club, there are modules in the Biz Bootcamp that talk about this more in depth. Um, But that's kind of how you communicate it. And when you start to make these subtle shifts in your business and you own, this is my process. This is how I work with people. These are my ideal clients. This is my niche. This is my marketing. You start to attract those clients to you that are ready to invest and make those steps, right? Because that's the whole idea is we want to stop getting these one-off clients. We want to build relationships with clients who are going to invest and be into this whole process with us as we're doing it. Um, Okay, so you know why I hate a la carte services, Um, but I want to walk you through something that I call client-centered services and give you some steps to kind of help you work through that process. Now, again, if you are in the Founders Club, we go through this like super in-depth. This is a little bit high level here um, for this Instagram uh, YouTube Live. But what you are going to do is instead of thinking of things as one-off, as a la carte, you are going to pull back and look at it from a high level process view and so you are going to ask yourself a series of questions what you're going to say is if you could create some sort of dream process start to finish working with clients what would that look like every step along the way from them reaching out to contact you to what they get as a follow-up to how they do a questionnaire to how they, you know, make payments, and then what are the steps of the style transformation that they're going to take? So where does it start? What are the next steps? Um, How long are those steps? How long is the entire process? Do you have a plan for working with them every season after that? Um, And so this is where you can really get super creative and super fun and lets you carve out your own specific service process In your ideal client market and in your niche and this is what's going to allow you to stand out in an industry where there are like 20,000 different stylists in the world and that is something that I hear a lot is that the industry is so saturated and yeah there are a lot of personal stylists but there are also a lot of clients there for you and so by you taking an overall structure and process of the basic things that all stylists are doing But you're able to very much put your own spin on your process because I can guarantee you my process is not or shouldn't be the same as yours, even though it may have the same core components, right? We're probably all going to clean out a closet. We're all going to do some sort of shopping. We're all going to do some sort of outfit creation because those are the tenets of holistically helping your style clients transform their wardrobes but the steps that they come in and how quickly or how long and if you're going to do it over a year and maybe you're going to work with the client for a year. Maybe you're going to do something super quick and immediate and you're going to do something within four weeks and have really quick transformations for your clients. So this is about getting into how you want to work with your clients and then applying that to your business and making that fit you, not a mold of what somebody else is doing or what someone is teaching you to do. So yes, I'm teaching and Telling you basically to have this client-centered service process but it's a framework it's not a do X Y and Z it's have a framework have a template have an idea and then you implement and put your own twist and spin on it within that so a tip for you as well is that this process may actually already exist within your a la carte services but chances are if you have created a la carte one-off services there's a lot of unnecessary overlap between all of those services. And that is what I was finding in my business. I was really running into like, okay, I have all these standalone services. I need to have a style questionnaire from everybody because I need to know the background. So if a client was doing closets, they would fill out a questionnaire. If I was shopping, they would fill out a questionnaire. If I was making outfits, they would fill out a questionnaire. And so then it was like, okay, some of this stuff is accounted into my time prep work. So then what if I have a client who's done shopping and she's already filled out a questionnaire but then she wants to go and do closets, do I, and do I fill out a questionnaire? Then I have to basically create a custom service to take that out of that service, so it was very messy. All of our services are very messy. There's a lot of overlap, unnecessary overlap. So when you do this and you refine your steps, there are four things that creating client-centered services are going to do for you. So one, it's going to allow you to provide the best overall style process for your clients, They are going to have a tried and true process that you know works because you've used it and it comes from your experience and expertise. Two, it's going to increase the caliber of client that you work with and increase your relationships with them. And when you're increasing that and you're working with a client over the long haul, chances are you're also gonna get a better review, a better testimonial from someone that you have worked with Three to four times versus someone that maybe you just did a one off service with because you're creating that relationship. And then you're going to kind of build in that person coming back to you on a more repeat or regular basis, whatever works for that client to get a refresh because they've established a longer term relationship with you than just going into their house and cleaning off the closet. Three, it's going to let you streamline your admin processes, save you time, and help you look more professional. So when you um, are able to kind of have one streamlined process, you're going to save a lot of time because you're not going to have to be sitting there creating custom services for people or like adjusting this or adjusting that and trying to figure out prices. No, this is what it is for everybody. And I'm going to tell you, when I first did this, I had a lot of inner dialogue that was, this is not going to work. This, um, I can't have the same process for everybody. Everybody's so different and it needs to be individualized and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It can 100% work <laughs> because, you're, again, your processes are kind of your framework. What's going to get individualized is the style follow-up or report that you're going to send them. They're going to get individualized style links. Their outfits are going to be individualized to them. So, there are ways for you to customize within your process, which is going to give you so much more of a professional edge and save you so much time as well. All right, finally, number four reasons why client centered process services are better than a la carte services is that it's going to increase your bottom line. So, when I was doing a la carte services, you know, I would have a closet cleanse that was like $300 and it was like, Four hours of my time, like all said and done, or I would do um, create outfits, and that was like two fifty or whatever the case was. I could not literally in my head see how me doing closet cleans, closet cleanouts at three hundred dollars a pop was going to get me to a full time business. And it definitely can. However, you're going to be working a lot, and you're going to be working going through a lot of clients, right? Because nobody's going to get their closet cleaned out necessarily like every month or every quarter. So those clients aren't coming back to you for that. They may come back to other services, but you're having to do a lot more work. So when I went and kind of condensed all of my a la carte services into one major package, um, just starting off doing that, I was charging $1,200. So imagine when I got a client that was like, Oh my gosh, this is the perfect package for me. And they pay me $1,200. That's way better than them paying me $300 because one, I'm getting to work within three or four times. I'm getting a lot of money into my business. And Amanda says this, Bree is like, oh my gosh, you're describing me. Amanda says, oh my gosh, that was me working so much work and not making a lot of money. And I'm not saying you're switching to like a process or a service because of purely of the money, right? Like the reason to make this switch is because it is client centered. You're going to be giving the clients such a better experience but as a byproduct, because of you helping them to this level, you can increase the price and you're going to increase the price. And then you're going to benefit from that on the flip side by making more money. And this kind of money is life-changing as a business owner. This is what really allowed me to make that switch from a part-time stylist who was also freelancing on the side in a completely different industry. I was grant writing um, for nonprofits, which I love, but it wasn't really what I wanted to be doing. But when I was able to start booking one, two, three, four, five clients at this $1,200 mark and I actually steadily increased that to where I increased it from I think 12 to 18 and now it's $2,100 and that makes such a difference in your business because think through that trying to get 50 clients at $300 versus three at $2,100 that's a lot easier to accomplish or even at $1,200. Um, Carrie says, I think so much of this is trying to make to people please and make a quick buck because we all need want both. This is so helpful. Jumping on a call will catch you the rest this afternoon. Thank you, Sydney. Thank you, Carrie. And I agree 100%. Um, and I have definitely been guilty of, I need to make a quick buck. <laughs> I need to pay some things this month. So let me just kind of rejigger things around and sure we'll bypass the process. Like I said, that doesn't work out. And every time I have done that, It has not been worth the money because the clients have honestly been like a pain maybe or like not as easy to work with as clients that are like all on board, ready to go through the process, putting their faith and trust in me. So your action items, I want you to take some things away from this. And again, if you're already in the Founders Club, we are gonna move through this in much more detail, but you can start to go ahead and think through this now. So I want you to take a look at your current service offerings and count how many you have, first of all. If you have like more than three, that's not good, right? Because ideally we're looking at having one, a signature package. And I will take a pause here and say that there can definitely be different structures. In this, I'm talking a lot about new clients coming into your business. Once you have a client relationship, if you want to open up and say, okay, hey, yeah, I already know you. We've been through step one through four. I can pop in and do a shopping session for you. I can pop in and do this. We may have to go and look at the closet or reassess a little bit, but you can modify the things for your existing clients once they've gone through your process. And you can also um, have mini versions as well. So I know a lot of times what people get into is like, okay, if I make this big package, this makes my price $1,000, which I don't think anybody is going to want to do. So how can you make a mini version? I actually created a mini version of my service um, for people that were maybe interested in that. And that also worked really well for people that didn't want to necessarily go through. But what I was doing was giving them the tenants of my big package in a condensed version so that they got it and it was still the process, but it was like less of my hands on work. So there are definitely ways you can then adapt this to what you need. And again, in the Founders Club, we will talk about this, Um, but I just want to give those disclaimers. So your action items are to take a look at your services, count them, see how many you have. And then see if you can come up with a service process. Just make one up in your head. Like forget the services you have, but think of a process in your head. What would be your like most ideal way to work with a client? What does that look like? Where are you? Is it virtual? Is it in person? Is it a combo of both? Um, How are you delivering things to them? What are they getting as deliverables? What does all of this thing look like? Is it like actual full service where you're going to the stores, you're bringing things to them? Are the clients doing more work on their own? Like this is where you get to have really fun ways to play and think about how you wanna deliver your services and your client-based process. So count your a la carte services, Dream up a process and then see how you can modify and adapt what you're currently offering and switch it into a process based service. What does that look like? How are you going to implement that? And then how are you going to communicate that to your clients? So those are this is my summary, my soapbox on how a la carte services are killing your personal styling business. If you've just tuned in, you can go back, um, watch from the start because there's a lot of really good inf- uh, information in here. That's all I got for you. I will see you guys later. Bye.